Welcome back, welcome back, Relos of Sports Talk, episode 59, 59, yes, yes, that's me, Terrell Jenkins, and I'm also the 2021 Fantasy Rehab Champion and the T-League Champion, you know I had to do it, Chris, you know I had to do it, alright guys, so let's talk about what happened, hey, we're going to talk about Monday Night Football, Big Ben's last game at Heinz Field. Was it also Baker Mayfield's last game as a Brown in a Browns uniform? We're gonna talk about Big Ben's legacy. Hey, we got another coach. I feel like coaches, we ain't talking about a certain coach. We're gonna talk about the NFL MVP and why does it always have to go to the usual suspects? Coaches and QBs on the move. NFL playoffs is getting exciting. It's getting exciting. And we got a couple people that's returning. One in football, one in basketball. Um, but we both they both teams might need them to take them to the next level. So we're gonna start it off, of course, Big Ben Roethlisberger. Hey, what can you say? I know I've been around Ben Roethlisberger because my boy Keith is a Steeler fan, and I used to dog Ben Roethlisberger and say all these things about him. You know, he wasn't a Hall of Famer, this and this and this. Okay, he's a Hall of Famer, but like I told you, Keith, he had to start slinging that rock. In the beginning of the year, in the beginning of his career, you know, he was. He did some stuff, but that defense, Jerome Bettison, some other players, you know what I'm saying, helped carry the load. But as he went on and started getting you know, the killer bees and doing things, Big Ben got to show off his toughness and his arm. And he's always been probably probably one of the toughest quarterbacks, if not the toughest quarterback. You know, I know the Brett Favre haters are going to be on me because he's the Iron Man or whatever, but talk to some of them defensive players and see how they felt trying to tackle Big Ben. And, you know, I'm a Steeler hater, so if I'm giving you respect like that, there's a reason for it. But and, you know, Big Ben, you know, he's gonna be a Hall of Famer. He's got his he's got his rings, um, doing all this, doing all that, whatever. But when we start looking at it, he's always gonna be linked in the class with Eli Manning and Phillip Rivers. Um, and it's always gonna be a debate who was the best one out of the three. Of course, I know, Chris, you're gonna say Eli Manning because he beat the Patriots twice and la di da di da di da I got Eli Manning at lower than both of them. You know what I'm saying? I know he got his two rings, I know he got them. But I look at it like, man, those are fluky rings. I mean, I know he took wild card teams for the Giants to the to the playoffs and did big things. Good job. But I feel like longevity and everything else. I know Phillip Rivers don't have a ring, so that's gonna kill in my argument. But I'll tell you what, if something would have happened where we maneuvered some of these quarterbacks, and what what was to say if, if Phillip Rivers would have been a Pittsburgh Steeler instead of Ben? How would his career have been? I mean, I don't know. Or or even in New York or whatever. We won't ever know. So Phillip Rivers is always going to get at the bottom of the total pole because of no rings. And they're going to say, some people are going to say, I know Tommy did one time on the show. He choked. You know, choking in the playoffs when they had the team with LaDainian Tomlinson and all them. And so, I mean, I really can't say much about that, but I like Phillip Rivers. He was one of them fighter quarterbacks that I liked. He wasn't scared to get up in your face and, and talk trash and all that. I love that. And that's what I love about Tom Brady, too. He ain't scared of nothing. You know what I mean? He ain't scared of nothing. So I love that about them. So, Big Ben, salute to you. It was great watching you. I'm glad your ass is gone because I'm tired of Pittsburgh winning. But it was good seeing you, seeing you fall down. Nah, I'm just playing. <laughs> but what did, the Steelers, did the Steelers do it right? Did the Steelers handle this right? I feel like when they signed him to that, what, three-year contract a few years back? You know what I'm saying? I think that was – they did a Kobe move. They did a Laker move. And the Lakers was like, oh, Kobe, we're going to pay you for – Longevity. Now, Kobe's a little different because Kobe's 
top notch. You know what I'm saying? Nothing against uh, Ben Roethlisberger. He's a Hall of Famer, but Kobe is like they built another wing of Hall of Fame on that month. You know what I'm saying? So it's a little different there. But um, the Steelers. You drafted Mason Rudolph. You know he was crying. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't mentoring no quarterback. I ain't doing none of that. You know what I'm saying? They, they didn't stick to their guns. The way they stick to their guns about the way they draft and the organization that they have. You know, this is why the Patriots are who the Patriots are. They'll get rid of somebody real quick if they think that, you know, their time is up. You know what I'm saying? Get a younger one. Get a cheaper one. I mean, look at the Patriots right now of what they're talking about. People are talking about their defense. They got rid of Gilmore who was one of the best corners, if not the best corner in the past five years. Let him go. Say, you can go. Go to Carolina. Go to Carolina. And their defense ain't miss a beat. Their organization, their scout teams, and all that stuff is ahead of everybody else. People can say they're cheating. People can say whatever they want to say. But they doing something right. They doing something right over there. And I think the Steelers are an organization similar to that. Similar. But, I mean, they're not going to get over the hope like the Patriots. But they're sim- I'm jealous. You know, being a Washington fan all those years, you know, I take that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I take that. But um, we'll see. We'll see what the Steelers do next. I don't know what they're going to do. They tried to get Hassel for Washington, and he ain't doing that. Mason Rudolph is not the thing. And that duck dude they had last year is not the thing. Who's going to go there? You know what I'm saying? At the end of the show, we're going to go through some quarterbacks and QBs. I think they might be on the move. But who's going to go there? And actually, I had a young man talk to me yesterday. What was that today? Oh, no, it was today. Today, I was driving Uber today after I got off work. And a, a dude in the backseat of my car said something. I'm going to bring that to everybody's attention. And um, it's crazy what he said. I'll bring that up later on. But Ben's legacy is unparalleled. He's going to be a Hall of Famer. He's going to be this and this. He's going to be that and that. Um, so there's nothing else we can say about that. Um, but on the other side of it, Baker Mayfield. We looked at Baker last year like, okay, he's finally turning the corner. He's finally doing this. They were this close to going to the Super Bowl, to beating Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. That close. They were that close to doing it. And then you digress like this? You digress like this and don't even make the playoffs? Everybody's dogging him now. Everybody's dogging him. OBJ wants out. Oh, no, no, no. And then they're talking about things in the locker room. This and this and this. Um, is it true about Baker? La, 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 la. See, this is why you got to dig into it. You got to investigate things. You can't just jump on the first thing that Facebook tell you or the first thing that some hater person told you. You know what I mean? Yeah, Baker said Baker said he was hurt. Shoulders were all messed up. Need surgery. Da, 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 da. Was that a good look? Probably not. Did it look like a scapegoat? Probably so. Was he probably talking to management about trying to get that paycheck and getting that contract extension? I'm sure he was. But was that the right way to do it? I don't know. I don't know. But he put it out there. And since he put it out there, people ran with it and tried to say he was a baby. He's doing all this and this. But then when you got people coming out of the locker room saying it was a miracle half the time that Baker made the, made the, made the, uh, on the field for Sunday, he was in that much pain. Then you start thinking, dang, this dude's putting his heart and soul on there. He wants to win. And you can't teach that. You can't teach somebody to have heart to go out there knowing they get jacked up but wants to win that bad. You can't teach that. So all the people that say they want to get rid of Baker Mayfield, okay, if you get rid of him, what you going to do? Now, I know he turned down a contract earlier in the year, and I, I wish he wouldn't have. He bet on himself, and I think he might have a Le'Veon Bell type thing, betting on yourself 
And then it might it might hurt you in the end. I think he should have took that money. And, you know, you're not gonna get top notch Baker. Baker, you're not gonna get that. You're not gonna do it. Even last year when you went and did far and going to get the Chiefs, you still wasn't like, oh, Baker's MVP. No, you're not. You're not. You know, you make your little commercials and do all that. You should have took the contract you had because now I don't know what Cleveland's gonna do. I think him and the coach has a good relationship. So we'll see. But the way he was talking about the play calling and all that, he might have damaged that himself. So Baker might have actually talked himself out of there. Because as we're going to see later on, there's going to be a bunch of quarterbacks available that I think. And we'll talk about that. So we'll see what's going to happen with Baker. All I know is they need to give they need to give my man Nick Chubb the ball more. And maybe you'll be more successful. Stop relying on him. Nick Chubb is the star. Yeah, I keep on showing the ring. T-League champion Chris. Had a good game, baby. Anyway, anyway, so we talk about this, we talk about that. Why ain't we talking about Mike Tomlin? Mike Tomlin. Everybody forget who he is? The coach for the Pittsburgh Steelers. 15 years he's been the coach for the Pittsburgh Steelers. 15 years he's been over 500, and ain't nobody talking about him. Nobody talks about him. And as a black man, I do not like to bring out the race card or bring out any of that stuff right there. I don't do that. I don't teach my kids that. We don't use that as a crutch. But, I mean, I'm just wondering if he was a white coach and he had 15 years in one organization and never went below 500 and a Super Bowl champion, been to two Super Bowls, multiple uh, division titles and all this and this and this. And we ain't talking about him in a different light. I feel like we talk about him like we talk about Mike Zimmer or something. Or Marvin Lewis. I feel like we don't even nobody even acknowledges how great he is. How how hard this is. You know what I mean? This is the longest ever for a coach to start their career. 15 years above 500. And don't nobody talk about it. Nobody talks about it. So with black with black people having a hard time getting head coaching jobs, um, uh the offensive coordinator for the Chiefs, uh, the offensive coordinator for the Bucks. Y'all know who I'm talking about. Uh, people with a hard time to get jobs. This dude right here needs to get some praise. He needs 15 years? 15 years above 500. You know how hard that is? And like I said, I'm going to steal a hater. You know what I'm saying? But I'll give respect where it's due. And I don't understand why he's not getting none. We're, we're talk- Instead, we're talking about Jim Harbaugh. We're talking about Jim Harbaugh. And yeah, he was he did decent with the 49ers. He did decent with Stanford and all that. He was been with Michigan before this year at Michigan. They were talking about firing him. They were talking about firing him because he couldn't win the big game. Couldn't beat Ohio State. Couldn't do that. Couldn't do that. They were talking about firing him. Now all of a sudden he wins that and he goes to the college playoffs where he got smashed. Where he got smashed by Georgia. And we're talking about him coming to the NFL now. That's my point. We talk about him. Look at the coach. Look at some of the coaches in the NFL right now. Look at some of these coaches out here. I'm gonna name them by name later on in the show. I want y'all just to think about it and let it fester on you right now about some of these coaches that we talk about. Look at the coaches that's not in the league that should be back in the league, and we can't give Mike Tomlin no respect. Now, I'm not doing the race card. I'm just saying I don't know why. Y'all let me know. Uh, you know, so I'm giving credit, giving credit, giving credit. But I'll tell you what, I can't give credit no more for this guy. My Pharrell, 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 Antonio, Antonio Brown, Pharrell. You going to take over everything? You going to take over all your stuff? 
You're going to take off all your stuff, throw it in the stands, leave it down there, and do, do some ballet dances through the, through the end zone? Why, the game's playing? The game is playing. And you running through the end zone? We know you got a good physique. You got abs. We already know that. We know that. A, B stands for abs. Who cares? You're a nutcase. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're a nutcase. What is going on? Tom Brady, the greatest of all time. Probably the most influential player if he wants to do anything. Signed you on again and again and again. Vouch for you again and again and again. And then you doing all this? For real? What is going on? But see, now that you dive into the to the everything, now let's go further on to that. Maybe it's not a for real for him. Because I've seen sources say he really was hurt. He didn't want to go back in the game. Because he felt like he was not in 100% shape to do it. He felt like he was injured. Coach asked him to go in there twice. He didn't go. So he said, get out of here or go off the goal whatever, whatever, whatever he said. He said, you don't want to go in, you're off the team or whatever. So Antonio Brown turned into Antonio Brown. You know, you know, penis throwing gummies at his baby's mom. That Antonio Brown, that crazy mom came out. But, come to find out, he didn't want to go back in the game because he thought he was injured. Suppose Baker Mayfield would have done that. And he said, you know, my, on my shoulders, I can't go back in. Da, da, da. Knowing that they had to win to try to hope for the playoffs. How would we look at that? I don't see his track record speaks for itself. And that sets him up for failure. You know, he's already had this three strikes. This mug, if he's a cat, he already got eight and a half lives. You know what I mean? I don't know what else he could do after this. But suppose he was right. But but since he handled it the wrong way, nobody's going to care because it's Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown, nobody's going to listen to you because of who you were and the things that you did. You know what I mean? Like a Dennis Rodman. No, no matter whether you fouled or not, they're going to call it on you. So I like to see what's going on. I, like how, I do like how the coach is like, he's no longer a part of the team. He's still a part of the team. He's still a part of the team. You want to know why he's part of the team? Because Tampa Bay is trying to win the Super Bowl, and they're not the number one seed. They haven't looked good. They almost lost to the Jets. They almost lost to the Jets. And now you talk about Chris Godwin's gone and Antonio Brown's gone. Who are they going to throw it to? Mike Evans is, he's there, but he's kind of, uh, uh, uh. Tyler Johnson, Gronk. How much more can they do? How much more can they do? Leonard Fournette's gone. We saw Rojo trying to do something. He ain't do nothing. We are here hoping Vaughn's going to do something out here. That's why they ain't release Antonio Brown. That's why. Not saying that they're going to put him back on the team, but they don't want nobody else to get him. They don't want nobody else to get him. Suppose Green, the way they let him go and Green Bay was like, I mean, I think that I might be able to help him. Or da, da, da. You don't want that. Not saying it was a good idea, but Tampa Bay don't want to have to deal with none of that. You don't want to, that's why he's still on the team. And that's crazy because talent and athleticism will over overpower anything. How crazy you do. And that's bad for society, but that's the way society is. That's the way society is, man. This guy going to do all that and then show up at the Nets game. You going to show up at the Nets game? Really? You beat the wrong Nets game, fool. Because tonight is the next game you should have went to because Kyrie returns. So here's my fact of fiction. Do the Nets need Kyrie Irving? A part-time player to win a championship? I would say yes. Because they lost three straight and they looking dude in. 
Kevin Durant can't do it all. He's playing all these 30-some minutes a game. And we already know with James Harden, when he plays too much, he falls apart in the playoffs. Every now and then he falls apart. Yeah, he falls apart. That's James Harden. And I don't like him anyway. So, yeah, of course they're going to take him. But at what cost is this? This dude can't play no home games. You can't play no home games. And in other states you can't play. You can't play in Canada. You can't play in some other jumps. So, you got to pick and choose when he's going to play. How's the chemistry going to go? How's people in the locker room feel about this? This dude's getting a full max contract. Full max contract. Are you playing 25% of the games? I mean, the season's are season's halfway, almost halfway done. You just now coming back to play a part of the season? Really? Calvin Ridley? What are we doing? What are we doing? How is this allowed? How is this allowed? How are the Nets allowing this? How is this allowed? I don't know. But I'll tell you what, if the locker room is cool with it, who am I to say anything? Who am I to say? Maybe he's waiting for a pill for COVID or he's waiting for uh, the the flat earth to magically bring up something. I don't know. Kyrie Irving, I like Kyrie Irving. I think he's got a little mama mentality in him, but I think he also got some AB mentality in him. Weirdos, weirdos, weird, 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 weird. I don't understand it. Go talk to somebody, man. Go lay on somebody's couch and talk to somebody because you need a friend, Kyrie Irving. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on with you. But do do you? I ain't gonna be. I'm not one to tell you to get vaccinated or not. But I feel like if you're gonna be this in the profession when they tell you that you need to do this for your team, then do it. If you don't want to do it, go get another profession. Hey, I like I like the movie you had. Uh, I like the movie. Make another one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Make another one. I don't know, but I can't wait to see what the fellas say about some of these topics when we when we do it on Friday. But I don't know how it works like that. You know, that's my that's my fact of fiction. Do they need him? Yeah, I think they need him. But is it going to be at a cost? Even if he goes, are they going to accept? Like, I mean, at what point do you get to the point where it's like, okay, well, we got to win this game because next game he's not going to be there. Da, 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 da. You know what I mean? I think that takes a toll on you, especially in the playoffs. I'll tell you what, in the playoffs, you better not get home field advantage and none of the rounds because that shortens you. <laughs> Don't play Toronto because you won't get him at all. You know what I'm saying? I just think it's too many variables. The Nets should have not allowed this. And I think they should have just traded them to Philadelphia for Ben Simmons. Anyway, I don't know. What's up? Ben Simmons, where are you going to go, Ben Simmons? Whatever. Um, so my turning up is definitely going to be the NFL playoffs. I can't remember a year where I saw so many teams that can win. There's so many teams that can win at the top. At the top. The bottom ones. We'll talk about it on the show Friday with the fellas. If there's any bottom teams that can pull upsets or whatever. But I don't foresee it. But I'll tell you one thing. It should be interesting. It should be interesting. One thing I'm not looking forward to is 2-2-22. Make me sick, Washington. Talk about, oh, we're unveiling our new logo and our new name. No, nobody care. Trending down. Nobody cares. Nobody cares, dude. You're an afterthought. Y'all messed this up a long time ago. Y'all, if you were going to scrape the Redskins name, you should have done this a long time ago and came up with something vicious. You know what I'm saying? Now you're going to come out with some stuff that probably is our name that has already been thrown around anyway. And so people are already like, eh, ho-hum, that's, that's ridiculous. We don't care. You know what I'm saying? Red Wolves, Renegades, whatever you come up with. Don't matter. Don't matter. Because the organization is trash. The organization is trash. And it doesn't matter what your name is. You can just be the Washington trash. I don't care. You're trash. The owner sucks. The owner's doing all this illegal stuff to women. I mean, you got the black minority owners leaving and all this stuff. It's just too much going on. It's too much going on. You know one thing that's not going on in Washington is winning. 
is winning. You know what I mean? The only people that are winning are people at the end of their career when they're about to retire. They say, let me go and get one more paycheck from Washington because they're stupid. Because they're stupid. Nobody cares. So that's my trending down. Washington in their 2 2 We're going to pause for a, a moment for my sponsors and then we're going to get into this MVP race. All right, welcome back, welcome back. So, MVP race, MVP. I know we do it with basketball some. We talk about MVP. And in basketball, it's always like the team with the best record with a player that's not Michael Jordan or Kobe Bryant, you guys can win. And they don't care, you know what I'm saying? It's whatever. In football, it's what? Quarterback. Heisman Trophy quarterback. Once in a while, they'll sprinkle in a running back or whatever, whatever. But for the MVP... It's, it's nine times out of ten as a quarterback. And why is that? Why is that? Because they're the most important player on the team? Sure. I think the quarterback is the most important player on the team. But the MVP is not important player of the year. It's most valuable to their team. Most valuable. Who does the valuable things? And so we can argue Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, who are probably the front runners. Maybe Patrick Mahomes be a distant third, whatever. Um, so if we say we take Tom Brady off that team, how good are they going to be? Or if we take Aaron Rodgers off this team, how good we saw that. We don't want to see that no more. We don't want to see that. But I look at it like this, man. I'm like, those that kind of an award should just be offensive player of the year or something like that. Or I don't know. I just get tired of just it just being a quarterback award. So then you start looking at people, and yes, I'm a fantasy football player, so I'd love to dive into the fantasy people. Um, Cooper Cup. That's Chris's boy, Cooper Cup. You know what I mean? So why 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 we ain't talking about him? Why we ain't talking about Jonathan Taylor? The sensational year they had. You know what I mean? I know they're not gonna get the votes. I know it doesn't matter. It's gonna probably be Aaron Rodgers, I would think. And bro, and maybe deservedly so, because he's taking him to the number one seed in the NFC again. And he missed a game for being suspended with his fake vaccination thing or whatever was going on with that. I mean, and I can't argue because I always look at him and I'm like, dude, he's got Devontae Adams and he's got some people. I mean, Aaron Jones is a good player. Um, A.J. Dillon is a solid player. But I feel like you can look at a bunch of teams with solid players, but Scantley and all these other receivers or whatever. It's Devontae Adams, and you still can't stop him. It's And, and yes, Devontae Adams is a stud. But come on, man, there's stud receivers all over the league that, that ain't just getting the ball all the time like Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers. So if I had to lean one of them, yes, Aaron Rodgers. But I'll tell you who I really think should win MVP. And it goes back to that Heinz Field, Ben Roethlisberger. I think T.J. Watt should win. The Pittsburgh Steelers, yeah, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. But they still got a chance to make it. Yeah, they need some wild stuff to happen. and They need the Jacksonville to beat the Colts. And then they need to beat Baltimore. Which, beating Baltimore is possible. The way they looking. But Jacksonville beating the Colts, hey, as crazy as this year's been, why not? Why not? Do I want them in the playoffs? No, because I don't think they can do anything. But T.J. Watt, man, T.J. Watt, he's about to break the sack, sack record. And he missed two games. And this dude's still hurt. He's still hurt. You see him cringing. He's grabbing his chest and his neck every play. He's a dominator. He's the uh, most valuable. You talk about valuable player for them. You take away him off the Steelers. <laughs> I'm just saying. 
I think people like him should be appreciated. Sure, he'll probably win Defensive Player of the Year, and that'll be his accolades or whatever. But show some love in the voting or something. Get him up to like two, three, something. I mean, it's ridiculous. C.J. Watt, very unheralded, very unheralded. Um, so that's just where we're at. Um, so now getting into the playoffs, to the big-time playoffs, which I'm super excited about. So we got two spots left in the AFC, one spot left in the NFC, and I can't wait to see what the fellas say on on uh, Friday, who who they think if they agree with me or if they don't agree. But there's, so we're looking at it. We got two spots left in the AFC. As right now, the Colts are number six. They play Jacksonville. Chargers are number seven. They play the Raiders, which is going to be the Sunday night game now. They flipped it over because that's I think that's a play you're in. And then um, Steelers and Baltimore. So first of all, I think Steelers are done. I think one of the things that are going to happen, either the Colts are going to win or the Steelers are going to lose, one of the two. So I think the Colts are going to be at that sixth spot. And then you got the Chargers and Raiders. And I know when the last show last week, I was hyped. I was hyping my man Drew up, uh, five for old chopper. I was hyping him up, talking about, yo, the Raiders going to do this. Then the Raiders going to do that. And the Raiders are making the playoffs. I renege. I renege on my spade hand. I got to go. Like Arnold Schwarzenegger said, go Chargers, go. I think the Chargers go in. I know it's in the Raiders' place. I don't know. I just feel like. Herbert Eckler and I'm a and I'm a homer because Eckler was a part of my um um championship fantasy team so I do like Eckler a lot and then I had his backup the week that he had COVID and got me thirty some points yeah so I'm a little biased to them but but yeah um sorry ring shining whatever but I think the Chargers gonna pull it off and I know we'll get into it on the show Friday whatever whatever but I think the Chargers gonna be that last that last seed. And um, in the NFC, even though the 49ers are 9-7, and seven, the Saints are 8-8. Eight and eight. And I would much rather see the 49ers in the playoffs. Much rather. I think their matchup would be better. But I can't see the 49ers beating the Rams. Unless the Rams sit everybody. But I don't think they will because they're still trying to win the division against the Cardinals. So I think they're going to go out there and try to win. And could the 49ers still beat the Rams? Yeah. Because that defense is good like that. They run the ball, time management, whatever, whatever. If Trey Lance is going to play or if it's Garoppolo, we'll see. But I think it's going to be a tougher game because I think the Saints in Atlanta, I just think Atlanta's done. I think they packed it in. I think Matt Ryan has put everything into trying to get his team to do something with that lack of talent. And, I mean, Cordero Patterson finally came back to earth this past week because I went against him in fantasy. But, uh, yeah, so would you say, Chris, um, he underperformed his projection? It happens, man. It happens. I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing because you're starting to feel the feel the pain of fantasy football. Fantasy football is full of love, like I got today right now. I ain't took the drink off, y'all. And my other one comes into it anyway. But you get the pain too, man. All that hard work. So that's what I think is gonna happen with that. Um, I think the Saints are gonna sneak in just because of the matchup and who they play and who the 49ers play. But I hope not. I hope the 49ers play. Um. So getting into the top teams, we talked about Kyrie's return. I'll tell you the most important thing right now. The Titans play Houston. The Titans. I don't know how the Titans are the number one seed in the AFC. I don't know how. Every every time they have a horrible loss, they string together some wins you didn't think was going to happen. And without Derrick Henry. And hold up. Derrick Henry is off IR. 
So now you're playing Houston this week. If you can let him not play, and then you get the number one seed and get the bye, you're telling me you're going to give Derrick Henry two more weeks, two more weeks on that foot to be ready for the playoffs, and all you got to do is win two games to get to the Super Bowl? Yo, this could be insane. This could be insane, man. I want to see it. I want to see it just because, I mean, the Chiefs, Titans, Buffalo, Patriots, and the Bengals. I think they're, you know, and maybe the Colts. I don't know. But the Titans, I feel like. Out of all those top teams, I feel like the Titans are probably the ones who's like, I want to play them, yo. I ain't scared of them. But you bring Derrick Henry in there, that changes everything. That changes everything. And I want to see it. I want to see it, and I hope it works out. Um, and the NFC is exciting. It's exciting. I mean, you got Green Bay. Hey, Aaron Rodgers, I think he solidified it. You're number one seed again. And then, and then now, so you got the Rams, Cardinals, Dallas. You know, I think any of these teams can do it. That's why I think the playoffs is trending up. Because, look, everybody's agreeing with me. Yeah. NFL playoffs. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I think that's I think I think it's going to be exciting. I can't wait. Can't wait to do it. Um, But, you know, now the next, the last, what are the, Almost to the end. Almost to the end. I'm getting excited just getting thinking about it. Fantasy focus. We can't forget about our fantasy focus. Congratulations to Keith and the ESPN Big 14 Team League. Year 14. Year 14. Keith gets his first ring. Congratulations, Keith. Congratulations. You beat your brother, Brandon, who was looking for three. So I'm personally happy that you won because I want to get to three. <laughs> you know, so congratulations to Keith. In the T-League, you're looking at yours truly, champion. And in the Fantasy Rehab League, my work league, I also won that one. So, two-time champion here, Fantasy Focus. Um, like, I, like I always tell everybody, the best team, I'd probably say seven out of ten times, don't win. I'm not saying that my team was horrible. I was like number two, number three, whatever, whatever. But I got some, some breaks, and I picked up some people that... Got me to the finish line, right, Chris? Boston Scott, defense wins championships. I pick him up to stop you. <laughs> but last thing we're gonna talk about, guys. Last thing we're gonna talk about is how crazy the offseason is gonna be. We started looking at. It. I started thinking about. I started thinking about players and coaches, and I'm like, Judge Joe Judge in New York, is he gonna be there? What about his quarterback Daniel Jones? Then I was like. The coaches and QBs might not be there together or at all. Zimmerman and Cousins. How long are we going to deal with mediocrity? How long is Minnesota going to deal with mediocrity? You know, so their one claim to fame, the Minnesota miracle, was with Case Keenum. That wasn't even Kirk Cousins. You know what I mean? Kirk Cousins couldn't get vaccinated. It might have cost his team a shot to get in the playoffs because he had to miss that game. Do I think that they would have won? No. But still, you would have had a better shot if you'd have been playing. Um, I know people were hating this guy, Flores. I like Flores. Brandon hates him. He won seven in a row, man. He's changing the culture in there. But is Tua going to be the guy to do it with him? 
Nick Fangio, I think he's already out. Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Locke, I think you're already out. You're already out. But why is it? What is the obsession with Denver? What does Denver do to people to make them think that they're always going to get these top-notch quarterbacks? When we talk about what, like Manning went there, it, uh, Peyton Manning went there, and then we're talking about, oh, Russell Wilson could go there, or Aaron Rodgers. Why? What is up with Denver? Why is Denver so good? What does Denver do for you? They don't do nothing for me. You're in a division with Patrick Mahomes and with Herbert. What's that? I ain't trying to go there. Why you want to play them twice a year? That's four games that you're going to get to quarterback that is on your level. I mean, if you're Aaron Rodgers, maybe maybe not exactly on your level, but shh, it's pretty close, bro. You know, and then we look at Arthur Smith and Matt Ryan. I think Arthur Smith will stay survive another year or so, whatever. Matt Ryan, are they going to draft the quarterback? Is he going to get one more year? What's going to happen with him? And then Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson, I think their swan song is done. I think both of them are done. I think they're going to, I think Seattle's going to try to get rid of Carroll to keep Russell Wilson to stay. But I think Russell Wilson and Sierra, they're trying to get into a big market, yo. I think it's all about a big market now. I think he's dedicated and want to ring for Seattle, like a LeBron type thing with Cleveland. I want to ring now. I got to go for my future, Hollywood, whatever, whatever. I can see. Him going somewhere, a big market like that. Um, so y'all let me know what y'all think about that. Um, it's a lot of crazy stuff going on. A lot of crazy stuff that's getting ready to happen. I can't wait for the playoffs. I can't wait for the the offseason NFL. And we're almost done with NFL. So basketball is going to be up. Not We're going to be on basketball. My Lakers ain't looking so great, but that's okay. Because I don't want LeBron to get no more rings. I don't mind the one you got when Kobe died because Kobe made y'all win that. You know what I'm saying? Relos on Sports Talk, episode 59. Thank y'all. Be ready for the rebuttals on Friday when the boys have to they have to answer my, my things and see what they think. Thank y'all. Appreciate it, guys.